Hey everyone, it's Mallow, your host of Identico After Dark and the creative director here for Identico. Before we get started, I just wanted to let you know that this episode is brought to you in part by Gamers Heaven and their newest location just north of Seattle, Washington. There, in a family-friendly and welcoming environment, you can play tabletop or video games, read manga, or just relax with friends and sample some amazing drinks from their boba tea bar. If you want to learn more, log on to GamersHeavenSeattle.com to see hours and location. Now let's get on with the show. Hello, Fringers. The following podcast may not be suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. everyone and welcome to tonight's episode of identico after dark our nerdy little podcast where we talk about gaming tv music movies and more my name is mallow and i just flew in and boy are my arms tired really yeah that's that's the joker going you know good night everybody (laughs) i think it's time to leave now all right really that was great talk you went with great talk we got a we have a three-man panel tonight and one of us doesn't have a camera working, and I'm gonna throw in the weirdest dad jokes. There you go. That's the kind of that's the kind of show you're getting tonight. Apparently. Joining me and critiquing my dad jokes is my co-conspirator, Alex. Say hello to the people. What's going on, everybody? I didn't know he was gonna make that joke. He never runs these by me. <laughs> when do you get back in the writer's you room? You act you act like I think of these things ahead of time. I don't. It's valid. It's oh, valid. Also joining us tonight uh, on assignment, quote unquote, it's Joe. I did glare at my camera, but you can't see it because it's broken. <laughs> so I hope you felt it. We decided to bring Joe in for a non-Star Wars stream. Yeah. Yeah, we, we have to. Like, his PR team reached out to us and said that like, we need to work on his image a little bit like that. And I guess the way to work on his image is not having his image up there, but to have a facsimile. And to not talk about Star Wars. And and to not talk about Star Wars. Well, I yeah. am a broad spectrum nerd. And we just don't talk about it very often. Yeah. I would like to point out that uh, someone brought very recently a full-size Ahsoka stand-up for Joe's birthday yep. to the store where Joe's birthday was held. Right? And now said full-size Ahsoka stand-up still remains in the vestibule at Gamers Heaven Seattle so that... You can all enjoy, and Joe can can see the beautiful vision of Ahsoka every time he comes in for his milk tea. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I still haven't found out who's responsible for that. No one's fully caught to it yet. Yeah. Just wait till the. Just wait till. There was discussion that that full size Ahsoka was going to come home with me, uh, and was going to be in the background of every stream from now on, especially when Joe's on stream with us. Uh, so you know that might still happen. I know where it came from. I won't, I won't, uh, I won't snitch on who did it, but I know where it came from. So mm-hmm. I know how to get one. It's a true story. Yep. Welcome in everybody that is chatting along with us live on twitch.tv slash identico. We appreciate you so much. I want to thank all the followers from earlier this week, especially those that tuned in to chaos incorporated on Monday. That was a spicy episode, beautiful, spicy episode. Uh, also want to throw a shout out to Senshi Corp. The corpse are following us now? We're doing something wrong. Yeah. Uh, Joker Toon Blast and Achievement Goblin for the follows here on Twitch. 
Uh, if you're not aware, too, you can also go to youtube.com slash identico. Catch up on any of the episodes. Catch up on anything that you've missed. Uh, go check us out there. You can catch up on Chaos Incorporated. You can see any of the past streams from here. You can also check out Angel City Stories, and there's oh so much more content coming. So go check that out there. Give us a follow. Hit the subscribe. Ring the little notification bell, etc. over there. Um, we're also available wherever you get podcasts, like literally all over the planet. Um, and we're seeing the podcast numbers and stuff. So those of you who just like our dulcet tones in your ear holes, appreciate that. Uh, drop us a review, especially on Apple podcast or Spotify. Uh, those are the two biggest platforms out there right now. So give us a little thumbs up. Give us a little review out there. The, that'll help us beat the, uh, evil corporate algorithms, uh, that keep us away from all you beautiful people out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of links down below for Strategy Coffee. Use Identico at checkout. Uh, we work with them uh, pretty good, and they're actually being sold uh, at Gamers Heaven in Seattle. Uh, mm-hmm. Good stuff. I go in for my coffee all the time. Uh, Hero Forge for your miniature needs. All your miniature needs. Go check them out, uh, including the color. Hey, that your, your camera. Move it back just a little bit because your camera was like halfway. Yeah, there it goes. Oh, there we go. Yeah, there it goes. He's got some nice cyro wings and a gun and a yep. weird like weapon thingy that I put on him. <laughs> I like making random things on Hero Forge because it's silly. Yep. Uh, and if you need anything else about the game that we are doing, go to playidentico.com. Check it out. There's a ton of freebies. There's a ton of good stuff there. Uh, go check it out. Uh, and there will be more updates in the near future. Hint it, nudge, nudge. That's all I'll say about that. <laughs> True. Uh, you're getting more Ahsoka statues? Yes. I feel yeah, as though, no. like, at this point, though, I can't have an Ahsoka stand up at my house because if so, Joe would come in and smack it like Will Smith and Chris Rock. You know, so, I think there's a way we <laughs> could plant a series of them in Joe's house. <laughs> it's like the worst Easter egg hunt in the world. Let's All these mini honest. Ahsokas. My brother would 100% help you facilitate he that. He absolutely would. Because he's a traitor. Yeah. <laughs> Great. I love it. Oh my I god, now I really want to get like little tiny Ahsoka stickers and just like randomly start putting them around Joe's house. You know, I did that to my boss once at work. <laughs> he was on vacation. He's a huge Superman fan, so I went and found the Nick Cage Superman screen test. Oh my god. And I, I printed out probably 20 of them of various sizes and deposited them around his desk whenever he uh, oh was Oh my vacation. god, that is... That is fantastic. It's a good idea. I like it. Oh, all right. We might have to make this happen. (laughs) (laughs) Well, just know retaliation will happen. Uh, Trust me. I expect it. (laughs) And both of your wives would help me. Probably. Yeah, probably. Probably. Yeah. (laughs) My wife actually likes you for reasons that beg her understanding. I mean, I'm nice to her. <laughs> she's nice. Again, I don't... Look, she's like, let's help Joe. Joe's great. Let's do things for Joe. She loves you. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. All right, let's get into the biggest news of the week. And it doesn't have to do with the Oscars. Uh, it's Moon Night time. Episode one dropped today on Disney+. Plus. Uh, the three of us got to check it out ahead of the show. Uh, and so we, we would, would love to have a discussion about it. Uh, who from our esteemed panel would like to go first? 
Because I don't mind going first. I'll jump in there. I don't care. Go for it. All right. Uh, this is going to be even more bonkers than Loki. Like, Loki with the timeline and everything like that was crazy. This is going to be nuts on a level that I don't think we've seen in the MCU yet. And I am here for it. Uh, I will speak for Caleb G., friend of the show and cast member on Chaos Incorporated, because he is super excited for this one. Uh, man, that first episode, the way that they handled everything top to bottom uh, is just fantastic. Also, before I get into anything that is spoilery, this is a spoiler cast. We will talk about the details of episode one from Moon Knight. We're also going to talk about episode one of Halo. Yes, so. there's not many. Here's what I'll say before you leave the stream. And don't. Don't. But if you're like, no spoilers. Um, there's not a lot to spoil. Yeah, if you've yeah. seen the trailer, you've seen episode one for the most part. You don't, I, I wouldn't even say that. I mean, like, because the trailer's got some stuff. Uh, the trailer's got some stuff that hasn't we haven't seen in the show yet. Uh, so... To start, the, the thing I love about what they're doing with Disney Plus is that whether it was WandaVision, Loki, or now Moon Knight, they're breaking out of the mold. Yes. Right? This is not this is not like let's do typical MCU fair, right? Because there is some some criticism, some critique to be made of some of the MCU movies. They follow certain formulas and they work for them and they'll they'll vary it up a little bit and each one's got a slightly different tone and there's different themes but a marvel movie's a marvel movie right we all get that the shows they seem to feel and kevin feige seems to feel i can go out on a limb with the shows in a way that i can't do with the movies and for for good reason mm -hmm. um it's it's way less of a risk for marvel for disney that actually benefits all of us, though, because I think it gives them, I think Kevin Feige is willing to give the writers and directors on these shows a little more room to play, right? Um, I thought the first episode was good, not great. Um, I could definitely say, so Moon Knight is one of my favorite comic book characters. I've always loved Moon Knight. Um, I was attracted to him as a, as a young person because I loved his costume. I thought his costume looked really cool. As most eight, nine-year-olds are attracted to comic book characters by that costume <laughs> looks cool. Right? Um, That's so dope. Yeah. So, which is how I picked comic books when I was like eight, nine, ten, eleven. Yep. Right? Was who has the coolest costumes. Um, if you are not familiar with Moon Knight, if you're kind of coming to this cold, this episode might be confusing. I actually am going to go back and try and watch the episode with uh, my wife tonight to, she, to see what she thinks about it. Because there's definitely a sense I could get in there where I could be like, this could really confuse some people. Well, I'll yeah. use that as a segue on mine. Because I was a Moon Knight virgin. I knew he existed because my older brother was a fan of him, but I've never really read anything about him or anything that contained him as a character. Mm -hmm. So I knew almost nothing about Moon Knight. And I will agree, the first episode was a little confusing. I would say about the first two thirds of it were kind of confusing, and then they kind of put some pieces together. So you're like, oh, okay, this is what's happening now. Um, I will say, 
I could have done without the very first scene with the glass. I Oh yeah. I, that's the thing I hated the most about Die Hard was when he's walking across the glass. I, I, I was really confused what was going on with that scene. Well, like, I'm just sitting there curling up into a ball, like, grabbing my feet, because, like, I, that's what bothers me. And I was just like, and when it got done, I was like, wow, that is a very strong note to start let, the series let me, on. Let me explain this. Let me explain this for the chat. This is the first scene in the whole series, so it's not a huge spoiler. So you see kind of in the shadows what turns out to be Ethan Hawke's character. Um, he sits down with a bunch of stuff and he pours some water into a glass and he drinks it and then he folds it up in a napkin and he smashes it with his cane. And then he takes the broken glass and sticks it in his sandals mm -hmm. and then sticks his feet in the sandals and walks out of frame. Yep. And for, right? a, for a good chunk of the episode after that, you hear him crunching on glass as he's walking. That is, so, yes. that is, so, I guess, let's go back, because we have a bad habit of, of not summarizing what the, what the show is before we jump into reactions. Uh, Moon Knight is heavily influenced by uh, Egyptian culture. Um, mm -hmm. And that entire scene that they are talking about is uh, kind of a show of dedication uh, to uh, his uh, god, which I is Amit, if Amit. I'm Amit, yeah, okay. I'm getting them all. I'm having to like dig up sixth grade history with this show again. <laughs> um, and so the whole point of it is that like Mark Spector is basically a mercenary that died in the uh, desert and was uh, resurrected by uh, I'm gonna do a Zonshu, Zonshu, right? Zonshu, Konshu, Konshu. I don't know why. Yep. I don't know why it's hard for me to do. Conshu, yep. Uh, yep. which gives him his powers, but basically uh, also has created the dissociative identity disorder, which is why in the first episode you've got Stevie or Steven Grant. You've got uh, you've got uh, Mark Spector, uh, who is we, we don't know who's actually the more like. Dominant personality. dominant personality, and then you've got Konshu who's talking to him, which to me, the way that they did this was it's just a voice. If you if you if you've watched um, the latest uh, uh, Venom series and you hear the way mm -hmm. that they did it there, I think they did a better job of it here. But the, the way they kept talking about Stephen Grant that's, as the idiot was hilarious. I definitely got the strong venom vibes out of that dialogue i was like oh it's a more cultured symbiote so, yeah <laughs> part of the reason is they got f murray abraham to do that voice oh so good <laughs> so I good like, i was like is that who i think it is oh it yeah. is oh okay you know uh so there is some interesting sequences where they they time jump and not because there's time travel no but because you are seeing the show from only one of the personalities' perspectives. Yeah. Um, you know that there's some funky stuff going on early in the show because you see uh, Oscar Isaac's character like strap himself to a post when he's yeah. laying in bed with like an ankle strap and he puts stuff down and he's got blue tape over his door to see if he leaves. So you definitely know on the floor. Yeah, he, you definitely know there's some funky stuff going on uh, right from the get go. 
and then they kind of lean into it more and more and more and more uh, as the episode goes on. You really only see Moon Knight as Moon Knight for a second. Mm-hmm. That ends the episode on the cliffhanger. Right. Um, I, I almost feel like, which was the show that they did this for? One of the shows. And I know why they didn't do it, because this is a six-episode run. Mm-hmm. Um, I almost think this would have benefited, and I know they've done this with a couple of the shows on the MCU, with releasing the first two at once. Yeah. Um, I, I was actually surprised. So I have been traveling a lot lately. Um, and I downloaded the, I downloaded this and Halo for the flight back today. Uh, cause, uh, it dropped today and then Halo I'd had queued up uh, for the show tonight. And I was very surprised. I expected and had it planned out for two episodes at the beginning. Cause I guess I had misunderstood that it was going to be an eight episode run for some reason. Um, yeah. and I was very shocked that it was only episode one and it's, I mean, it's a longer episode. These, these episodes are in the 45 to 50 minute range, I think. Um, but you get through a large portion of it and then it finally picks it. It's very slow to get off the ground at first, which surprised me yeah. for it to be a six issue run like this. Um, and then it, you know, then it starts to kind of kick up, and you start to like pull back the onion a little bit of all the different personalities that that uh, Mark Spector, Stephen Grant, Moon Knight, all of that. And then there's even like from the comic books, there's even uh, there's Jake Lockley, uh, yep. and then Mister Knight is another one as well. That's like later, yeah. that's later kind of thing. So, um, you know, so it's it's an interesting kind of like pull for all of these different uh, personalities and stuff, and so. I, I, I like the reveal. I think that it was a little slow to get going, but <laughs> eventually, like, it, it got to a nice crescendo. Um, mm -hmm. But I think it was, this is one of those ones where, like, you need, there's so much to establish in the first episode that I, I really do feel like they need to drop two. I thought the I thought the pacing was pretty solid um, because I, I think the, the the slow start for the first like third or so of the mm -hmm. the show I think that kind of for me at least kind of highlights the eventual kind of breaking down of his sanity so to speak I mean he's already broken he kind of figured that out later in but like he seems to like have air quote had it under control up until like the third or the way through the show mm -hmm. and then shit starts to break down. And I, I thought the pacing ended up pretty good. I definitely was kind of on the fence about the whole thing up until about the last third. Yeah. Because, like, again, I don't know anything about Moon Knight, so I was kind of worried they were going to kind of deep dive into some ridiculousness with it. Mm -hmm. um, I do say it was six... I, I kind of wonder if they're going to be able to do it, it, it properly in six episodes, unless they're just going to maintain the manic air of it through the entire series, mm -hmm. which they may or may not do. I, do we know yet? Have they mentioned whether or not they're going to do a season two or, or incorporate him in a you know, collaboration type situation I, later? I have not seen any specifics. So for those in the chat, because I know Mallow and I have talked about this a bunch uh, off show. Most of the time when an actor signs a contract with Marvel Studios, they are signing a, a, an umbrella contract that says you will do this many movies, right? This many TV shows, this many blank, 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 blank. Now, larger actors that they've gotten in the past, like Robert Redford, 
Their contract was for one movie. Now, they did get Robert to come back again for Endgame. Mm-hmm. Uh, for that brief cameo, just to kind of connect the dots. Yeah. Um, but most of their title characters, be that Cap, Iron Man, Black Widow, whoever, Spider-Man, it's, you're going to do this many, and they specify, because they've talked about this before, they specify, you're going to do this many primary films, mm-hmm. right? So... When Tom Holland, for example, signed his contract, he talked about the fact that he was signed for four films, only one of which was he the title character of. But he signed a four-movie deal saying, you're going to appear in four films, Yep. TBD, right? I haven't seen any information about what the contract that Oscar Isaac has signed is. Yeah. So I know they haven't announced a Moon Knight season two, I, I got to imagine they're going to want to bring him further into the MCU. What that looks like, I don't know. Um, he is Oscar Isaac, so he's also pretty busy because he's got other crap to do. Because he's an awesome actor. Yeah, he is a very good actor. Um, I, and again, this is hundred percent ignorance on my part because Moon Knight is not one of my jams. Um, I honestly, from my perspective, this kind of feels like, especially with the spoilers they dropped with Blade and um, mm-hmm. was a Black Knight or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, name at is. the end of Eternals. Mm-hmm. The, the, from what I'm getting here, it's this kind of feels like he would be a decent mashup for that. Because in the brief research I did with uh, on this one, isn't there at some point in the comics that he fights a werewolf? Basically, uh, so he started out fighting a werewolf. That was the first. Uh, issues that he did. So I'm, uh, I'm wondering if, if the MCU is kind of pushing towards a more blade, supernatural, vampire, werewolfy kind of thing. That's the impression I'm getting with not only Doctor Strange and the like mystical side of it, but yes, I, that's the impression I, I'm getting. Chaos I, I Magic and Agatha and everybody yeah, else. I, I think it's all been but confirmed at this point that that would be connecting the two. And even, even in the comic series, like... Um, he has connections with Daredevil. He's got he connections, connections with Avengers. Uh, he was actually most notably, I think, part of Secret Avengers. West Coast. Uh, that was yeah. my next question. Are we pushing towards the West Coast Avengers movie? I really series? hope I hope so, but I don't know from a movie like franchise thingy. For comic books, you could be like West Coast Avengers, and it kind of yeah. makes sense. I don't know if that makes sense as a title for a film they they so won't they they're that. they're moving towards secret invasion and and the secret wars and stuff like that right now that's the big next pull together kind of thing um and then after that it's probably dr doom and galactus because that'll be part of fantastic four and when and that it. yep um i think the supernatural side of things though with blade and you know, all of that kind of stuff, I think is going to be its own thing. Just like I think, uh, and I think they'll, they'll, they will weave them in some bloody way. Um, and I think it, I think to what Alex just said, I think Dr. Strange is the connection somehow to get them all into a big movie like that, where it makes sense. Um, and I think that, you know, I, I, here's the thing. A guy like Oscar Isaac, you'd never signed to one series. Ever. Hopefully. Nah, you're not. He did he did three movies for Disney already in Star Wars. Like, he's good for it. He's gonna keep taking that Disney money if he gets it. That's and true. you don't put him in a in a title character like Moon Knight without attaching multiple other 
you know pieces and i think that disney's seeing a lot of success with their with their series especially uh i i'm gonna be i'm gonna go out on a limb and say they're actually cheaper to make than the feature films in some cases they are uh even though the cgi is very high still uh on them um you know but i think it's the they're seeing a lot of they're seeing those gross sales in disney plus subscriptions and they're looking at it like yeah this is sustainable for a while because we got a lot of great content to pull from and we've been getting a-list here actors in every title character you know well and this this kind of i think comes back to their strategy like you're saying with disney plus and i think they're looking at netflix and i think this is just complete congestion on my part but i think with netflix they see a wounded animal yeah um disney plus is still eight bucks a month yes and they're like yeah, we're not going to raise the price for a while. Um, I think they see a wounded animal on Netflix. I think they know that they own probably at least six of the top ten franchises in the world for yep. IP. Um, and they're like, screw it. Um, I would love to see their first watch numbers. I'd love to see the other data that they're getting um, that they're not releasing. Yeah. Um I would Sometimes. really, I would really like to see Disney. They they start doing it, sort of. I'm not 100 certain of all the licensing crap that went on with it, with Deadpool and some of the other more R-rated Marvel films. Uh, I just got done watching Peacekeeper or Peacemaker, mm-hmm. um, an amazing show. Enjoyed the hell out of it. I want to see Marvel do something on that tier. You know like that. It's funny that you bring that up because uh, something came out today about how Disney may have gone back and edited episodes of Falcon and the Winter Soldier to take out some of the more gruesome fight scenes in that. Really? Ooh, I, I didn't, didn't see, see that. that. There was a few scenes and it's been noticed. I, I copied, I caught it first on Reddit and I think it's picked up a little bit of steam, but there's some times and I, and I do remember these scenes cause I, even I was like, wow, Disney went there. Okay, cool. There's some fight scenes in that show where, like, uh, especially because you know how they've got the other super soldiers that they're fighting against, um, like, they've got to hit them hard. And I think at one point in time, like, Bucky threw, it's either Bucky or um, so, uh, Falcon, like, threw a, a piece of, like, rybar or, like, a wrench or something like that, and it went through her shoulder. And I think they've gone oh, back yeah, and yeah, edited yeah. it out that well, part of it but left her performance being stuck to the wall in there <laughs> or for what it's worth yeah ign is reporting that their source says it's a version control issue within disney this happened literally just before we went on the air okay so breaking news got it breaking news uh a source within disney tells ign the wrong file was published by accident uh, this was originally created as a backup to meet foreign rating board requirements for those episodes mm. Um, the censored episode is said to have been accidentally uploaded when Marvel went back to correct credit for accuracy. They're working to correct the issue as soon as possible. So, because the thing that I noticed today, because I'm going to bring this up too, when I went to go log into my Disney Plus to go watch Moon Knight, there was a new alert in my Disney Plus account. Yeah? About TVMA stuff and profiles. Interesting. And which profile they were like, hey, we need you to four-digit pin this. Because we're putting more TVMA stuff, and we want to know which profiles are allowed to have TVMA access. Because I, of course, have a profile for 
my little one, mm -hmm. right? So that she watches things that are, you know, age appropriate for her. That's a, it's set as a kid's profile. But it asks, it's like, hey, you know, we don't know. Maybe you want him to watch, you know. Yeah. No, I didn't have to pen crazy it. Stuff. I didn't have to do the pen, but I did go in and reset recently because there was like the way that some it was of today the, that I had to do it. Interest. Well, I just did it like right before I left a few days ago because I had to re up yeah. the the thing, um, and I upped mine over to like the PG thirteen because like some stuff that you wouldn't think were PG thirteen like gets caught by their sensor, and I'm like, there's no way in hell I'm not gonna let my yeah. like it's like. Kiki Waka and stuff like that, like the like the like the silly bunked shows and stuff like that that she wants to watch. Um, um, so yeah, but I don't think I've had to pin it yet. But no, so yeah, it was a pop annoying. up that happened to me today. Uh, chat says some of my favorite shows Netflix had were their Marvel ones and Disney snagged the deal and really weakened Netflix show list. They did, and now those are available on Disney Plus. Yeah. Well, it also doesn't help that Netflix is pulling bonehead maneuvers like, you know, this new password sharing crackdown and constantly raising their rates. And Oh, yeah. yeah. The, the, we talked about the password share last week. And like I said, I, I think that Disney sees a wounded animal. Yeah. Um, I think Disney's trying to go in for a kill shot on Netflix. Um, now, this is not to say, again, let us critique Bob Chapek and Disney again. <laughs> they have really pulled some boneheaded moves lately. Um, and they are getting Bob Chapik is, I don't want to use that word. You have a hate boner uh, for him, dude. Uh, <laughs> he is being just Bob Chapik. Uh, Ron DeSantis has Bob Chapik's like unmentionables in his handbag. Okay. Yeah. He's putting it in his Florida fanny pack because they're literally just like ripping Chapik to pieces yeah. right now down there in Florida and Chapik's just taking it. And Disney looks like a bunch of clowns because not only are they not standing up for their employees, but they're also now just letting Florida like run roughshod over them. Um, and basically just let DeSantis make JPEG look like an idiot. Yeah. Um, so good for you. So I don't, I don't want everybody to think that we're, you know, I'm all like Disney's the greatest. No. Um, so they, but they, they, they do have the most consistent uh, content. They have the most consistent good content to talk about. There's yes, a lot of do. bad content out there that we could rail on, but let's be honest, there's enough of that that we, yeah. we don't need to do that. We don't need to do that. Yeah. I, I do... Uh, but, oh, good. Uh, I do want to say, yeah, I agree with you. Um, I just want everybody to think we're just shilling for Disney. Um, oh, yeah, no. uh, But yes, I agree. As far as any of the streaming services or any of the studios are concerned, I don't see anybody doing the level of good that, that Disney's doing, whether it's Marvel, Star Wars... I mean, of all the Marvel shows, I think Falcon and the Winter Soldier was the weakest, and it's not bad. No, right? it was the most gruesome. It was most like real grounded to life, too. Yeah, um, we know Deadpool's coming. That's been announced. Yep, they've got the writers, they've got the director announced. Like it's it's yeah. happening. Um, it's answer that happening. question, Mal. They do not have. Oh, what the hell am I they, paying for it they, for? Then? They quietly close that down in December, I think. Balls. What? The adult, adult content, content, on, content HBO. on HBO. Oh yeah. Um, and I, like personally, I've been I haven't logged into my Netflix in forever, pretty much since I stopped watching Arcane. Um, and I really think I've been kind of disappointed with their original series, pretty much since they started making them, because they just have this approach where they're just throwing a handful of like cornflakes on the wall and seeing what sticks, <laughs> and then trying to milk it. And yeah. it just has not worked out very well. Yeah. Yeah. 
and I'm gonna I'm gonna verbalize what we're talking about in chat here. Somebody asked about the Punisher show. Nothing's been announced. Yeah, but they're they're bringing Charlie Cox back as Daredevil. They brought back Vincent D'Onofrio, so I would I would argue that everything's on the table. They got to be really careful about that though and they've changed the logo and all that kind of stuff which is good but I, they got to be very careful how they approach that in, from a disney plus perspective um because of everything else that's going on in america right now um but yeah, i was okay. and i put in the chat i kind of think they'll just fold him into something else like Probably. defender style because he works in that kind of realm. street level yeah. yeah or like in a hawkeye uh, kind of you know mentality mm -hmm. where it's a little bit more of a realistic kind of you know, piece. Yeah. In fact, I really want to see all of those characters minus the crappy Iron Fist come back in a new <laughs> set of series that's that's more you know focused on that street level kind of stuff. Well, yes. I, I will say I didn't I didn't care a whole lot for the the like brief Punisher show they had on Netflix. I, I didn't care a whole lot for it. I really you're, really you're really like liked, the only one. I really liked his his um his part in the Daredevil season he was in. I thought mm -hmm. that was a very well done story arc, mm -hmm. but I just didn't really care a whole lot for the standalone show. He's um, got a, I mean, even just like the, the movie that they had, like it's a very, it's gotta be John Wick. It's gotta be Marvel version of John Wick level. And nobody's done that yet. The movie that they did came close. It's yeah. hard. And it's hard Punisher's, to do. It's really I hard think, to do. I think Punisher is one of the more because Lord knows they did three Punisher movies. Yeah, over I think the so. years, think three times three. somebody's yeah. tried Punisher. Um, Punisher is super difficult to nail down um, in a film environment. Well, it, it's interesting because it's a nuanced character. Believe it or it not, is. as far as much, nice. what's that? That's why I loved him in the Daredevil season was because exactly. normally he's just like you were saying, like kind of John Wick kind of character, just go kill a bunch of people. But like in that one, like he he was emotional as hell, and the actor fucking sold it. Yeah. And like you know, it tugged at your heartstrings when he's in you know laying next uh, in the when they're in the graveyard towards the end of it, and he's you know telling telling Eric Red about the story of his, you know, why he's doing what he's doing. And that's why I think they will. They might give him his own episodes, but I I think they will always pair it up with some other part of the 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 verse, so to speak, that it's working with. Because you know, John Wick kind of pulls a little bit at your heartstrings at certain points because like you understand the mentality and the reason why he does that, and he does what he does. But like the way that he plays off of the rest of the Daredevil cast, and I think they could do the same thing with like a Jessica Jones, like those two paired up on screen like i think it just plays well and in some ways kind of gives a little bit of that mirror up to the rest of the teams that are out there of like the realism and the the fallout and all that kind of stuff that kind of comes along with it too which i think is 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 very very good um before we jump off moon knight i want to talk about how kevin bacon and ethan hawk look exactly alike no, they don't. They kind of uh, okay. do. They kind of do. Okay. No. Go I'm back. Sorry, what? Go back and look at um, X-Men First Class. And look at Kevin Bacon's role in X-Men First Class. 
and then and compare it as as Sebastian or whatever like that in there, and then compare it to what Ethan Hawk looks like right now. I can definitely peg them as siblings. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Apparently, chat thinks you're out of your mind. Nope. Nope. Chat, I have I have pictures to prove it. All right. We will we will have to do this maybe in in YouTube and stuff like that. It's hard to do on well, on stream, but I, no. I just have one thought oh, about wait. Moon Knight. Bit players with you. Go with your thought about Moon Knight. So the Moon Knight again. Don't know much about it, but we're doing the whole Ennead Egyptian God Pantheon thing going on again. Yes. I just want to know when Ra's gonna land on his spaceship on the the, the pyramid and SG One's gonna show up. Yeah. <laughs> when are we gonna get? The, when are we gonna find out that these guys are actually golds? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And I love I love Stargate. God, I love that movie. I would. That would be fun. And again, <laughs> that's uh, didn't the uh, in in the voice actor from Moon Knight play in SG One? Didn't he have Ashmore a major role? Abraham? Yeah, didn't he, I thought he had a, a, a major role in that. But also, I have to look. Also, one of these days, one thing I desperately want Marvel to do is when we have like these symbiote god voices in someone's head, I just want one time for them to make a symbiote voice in someone's head that's David Attenborough. <laughs> just out of nowhere. <laughs> just David can Attenborough. It be, can it be the Punisher, though? It's just like. Like, it's pure and utter rage on the outside during a firefight and just in the background. Look how, to how the bullets fly and they clink on the ground. <laughs> clink, 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 clink. Like, that would be... I would pay to pay, play that video game, actually, come to think of it. Um, that would be fantastic. Um, well, we need to get on it. He's super old, so... <laughs> um, okay. But yeah, I'm just gonna put that out there. They look exactly alike. The characters, the hair, everything. And I was like, I had to. I thought for a second Kevin Bacon was actually the uh, the villain here. Uh, and then I looked it back up, and I was like, oh, it's Ethan Hawke. Okay, they just become siblings actually, or whatever. You know what? I I by the way, actually, that's the last thing I'll leave on this moon. I think I thought he was great in this episode. Yeah, I think he's gonna make a great I fantastic he, villain. Yeah. He was he was fantastic. I had a lot of fun watching him just like be weird and creepy. And for a long time, Ethan Hawke, most people, a lot of people know this. Ethan Hawke refused to play villains for a long yeah. time. Like he was like, no, I don't, I don't play villains. I don't yeah. play villains. Uh, and it's only the last couple of years that he's been like, all right, I give it a shoot, sure. Uh, so good for Ethan Hawke. In uh, in contrast my- to this, I'd like to talk about Halo. And I want to talk about Halo because I think it's important because you know how and and Joe and I were talking about this uh, in the pre-show. But if you you know how like when you're programming stuff, yes, and in in even its own cable and stuff like that, you're programming stuff, you're putting them in the head-to-heads, right? And right now you've got a brand new series called Halo that they're pushing really strong, mm-hmm. going up against another Marvel film or or series right now. And they couldn't mm-hmm. be two more distinct things right now. And it is a yes. very, very interesting dichotomy when it, you think about the way that this show is coming together. And it's got a cast. It's got a really good cast on it. But it does. We talked it's, about Stargate SG-1. It kind of feels like that. 
Like, it's like a throwback to, like, older kind of times. So, so we all know that video game adaptations are a pain in the ass. Yes. They are. They are often, and I, I haven't gotten around to see it. I'm sure I'll stream it at some point, that new Uncharted movie. The World Tom of Warcraft Holland. movie was just a masterpiece. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's thrilling on every <laughs> level. Uh, so... I went into this with very low expectations. Um, I will say this. It is far more graphic than yes. I thought it was going to be. Um, yeah. Like, just kind of walking in. Um, CGI is fine. Ah, see, I would disagree. It's okay. CGI is it's fine. It's fine. Okay. It's not great. I wouldn't have approved it's it. It's not great. If I was the creative uh, director, I wouldn't have approved it. I wouldn't need to know the cycle. Uh, they still have Spielberg as an executive producer on this. 343 is heavily involved. Uh, the casting that got me the weirdest was actually who they have for Master Chief. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, not that he's a bad actor, because I was like, I know him. He's one of those actors that you've seen in a billion different things. Yeah. Uh, most famously, he was in The Wire. But I don't think spartan super soldier when i look at that guy's face um it's that's the thing though is throughout the entirety of the halo series you never saw john's face right so I, he could have looked like anything i know and i get that um i did enjoy so early in the episode we get some nice first person shooter like viewpoints and i love the way that they did that yeah right I thought it was I thought it was nice. I don't want him to do it too much. Please But no. I thought it was nice to be like be like, here you go. We're gonna we're gonna throw some first person shooter vibes at you. I thought that was fun. It was uh, so janky. <laughs> so the, janky. The, the the writing has got me a little a little weird. Here's the thing. And I, get I don't I don't love the writing so far. The thing is, um, it is halo is is tropey it is and this is why i say it's it's stargate sg1 or it's any of the like early to mid 90s sci-fi um shows. above and beyond never watched that one um oh, that's good but like and, and and i say that with both like I say that as as both a vote of confidence that they can turn this thing around and that they have put together a cohesive storyline as well as whole man did it feel like a step back in time because other than the cgi getting updated the tropes that they are putting out there the way and the dialogue is being delivered and the, just the what they're working with is it just feels like it's been done before the the novelty of it being master chief who does thankfully play front and center with this um wears off very quickly because of the the nature of and remind you it's got to go through the entire halo series and come out with something that is halfway decent from a very so, convoluted storyline in that entire series so well what so one of the things that i was reading about this and that the producers were saying was that previously all the comic books and the video games and everything else was all one giant continuity and they were very specific about sticking the continuity for this show apparently they are not doing that they're like nope we're doing something different this time. Unfortunately, so that does not work. It is a completely new continuity. 
doesn't work. I, I, and I must, I, I'm saying, I'm just telling you what they're saying. I the know. Creators on this show are being like, Don't we're mean. doing a new continuity. So just because it happened last time doesn't mean it's happening this time. So take that for what it's worth. Just, maybe be better. Maybe it'll be worse. Maybe be less convoluted. I mean, you it can't be, honestly, it can't be Kingdom Hearts convoluted. Can you honestly say, given as popular as the Halo franchise has been since the 2000s, that you would want to be the person that helms the show made about Halo with all the frothy, angry nerds out there that just got pissed because because Cortana looks like a CGI character, not knowing Cortana is a CGI character. Yeah. It's a... And, and actually, we haven't gotten... We've only gotten... So the thing about the thing about Halo is it's an hour long episode for one thing. There are nine hour long mm-hmm. episodes. Nine hours of Halo. You can beat the game in real life quicker than you can actually watch this show. Um, and you can well, clearly can you beat all of them that fast though. No, but this is definitely not going to go through all of them. Um, the way Lance and I play it, no, because we're constantly killing each other. Okay, fair. Yes, um, <laughs> it is funny to watch, um, <laughs> but like. It's only, it is, you want to talk about slow pacing at the beginning of Moon Knight, and this is why I watched them back to back today. Uh, the slow pacing of Moon Knight is nothing compared to the slow pacing of uh, of Halo right now. Well, it seems like they come out the gate really fast, but then you're, it, it, it like, it's like, it's the opposite of Moon Knight, where Moon Knight starts really slow, and it's just mm-hmm. like, do, 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 and he's going to go work at a museum. Halo, they're like, Here's some people. There's a war. Covenant and attack. And here's the covenant. Yeah. Right. And then the Spartans show up. And yay, Spartans. Woo. First person shooter. Pew, pew, pew. Right. Battle. And then it just goes well, back to setup and yeah. back to trying to explain who everybody is while trying to push the plot forward. And again, like you said, it's, it's pretty tropey. But even in its tropes, there was stuff that I was like, what? Flip are you doing? <laughs> right? I'll give you I'll give you the best example that I had. So in the show, the Spartans like show up when the Covenant's attacking some rebel colony way out in the middle of nowhere. And there's a single survivor. And it's the girl, and of course she's the, the daughter of the leader of this rebel colony. Yep. And the UNSC is like, all right, hey you, you were from the Outland. Go talk to her and see if you can get her to do this. And so the the UNSC person is on hollow and she's talking to the girl that the Spartans rescued, the only survivor from this Covenant attack. Yep. And I'm like, okay, cool. And she's like, hey, the UNSC is like, yo, we want you to tell people what happened so we can get people behind us. But the part that I was like, where did this plan come from in your bloody head? Yeah. Was, what if I tell him it was the Spartans that did it? Because first off, you just watched everybody you knew get slaughtered, and you have the presence of mind to be like, I know the aliens who slaughtered everybody I knew. I'll blame the people that saved me. Right? Like, like, tell me, show me how this character connected those dots. Because the only thing I could think of is she's insane. Well, right? like, and it's, that was that was where I got left. Is I was like, "You're absolutely bonkers." Well, and the thing right? about it is, is that, that and I lost all sympathy for you at that point. Well, and here's here's the thing: is that it's to 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 carry on what Alex is saying here. She goes from zero to sixty in a half a second. It's Literally. not even like she considered it. 
it was a gut reaction. And, and mind you, this is the trope of like, okay, yeah, UNSC bad. Okay, big, big government corporation thingy bad. You know, rebels good, whatever. Uh, fine. But like, there is zero setup for that other than a basically what amounts to a Titanfall 2 cutscene at the beginning of the show before all hell breaks loose. Right. right. And you have no under, you have no connection to this character other than they went and they went out beyond the, uh, this is the thing. The main character at that point is the girl and she and her mm -hmm. friends went out beyond the protection of the, the city they were at to get drugs. <laughs> That's, they found a plant that does hallucinogenics. They were sneaking out in the woods to get high, like yeah. teenagers do, and then the Covenant kills all her friends. Yeah. I mean, um, to be fair, in the video games, the, the, that transition wasn't really any different. I mean, you didn't have the single rebel like suddenly be like, well, what if I blame you? It's just, hey, there's an insurrection, but now aliens, and now everybody's united to kill them. Except, right. like, occasionally they will mention that there's, like, some human like, collaborators. Yeah, and and I think I think what they are trying to do and I'm and I'm just speculating here. What I think they are trying to do is actually set up a yarn wall in the first episode. And they are introducing a lot of people and a lot of setup and these sort of and setting the stakes and doing these things because spoilers Master Chief goes fucking nuts at the end of episode one and leaves. Yeah. He takes the girl, oh, he touches a piece of covenant that. technology, starts to remember that UNSC bad, grabs the girl does all sorts of crazy shit and then leaves. But also, apparently the Spartans will ignore the military authority. Yep. That's and, and that's what I'm saying. Scientist lady. And that's what I'm saying. They're setting up this yarn wall because then the scientist lady is actually the mom to the one that you were just talking about. Yeah. That was doing a thing whose dad is now the general. Okay. And I, I, I was like, what I picked up. and I yeah. was like, I couldn't no, write this bad. No, and I tried on Angel City Stories. <laughs> is it is it Dr. Halsey that they're talking? I haven't seen. Yeah, it. yeah, it's it Dr. Is, Halsey. Okay. Yes. I was like, to be fair, that's not all that inconsistent with the game either. No, no, no. I'm not saying it's inconsistent. I'm saying it's the way that they are positioning it and and rolling it out. Because if you got nine episodes that are all an hour long, you didn't have to put in the whole John leaves and just runs kind of thing in the first episode. And it's like, and and to 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 die into the thing too. It's like. She goes from zero to, to F you. And then five minutes later, Master Chief gets a signal that goes ice this chick. And he goes, wait, mm -hmm. what? Hold on. Time out. I'm not just going to kill her. And like That's everybody fine. back at the base is like, oh, oh, yeah. You know, Article 72. By the way, five seconds before he gets the thing to ice the girl, she's talking to him about the fact that she's like, we've met before. You iced my mom. Yes! He's like, I, and, and he's like, I follow orders. The orders were changed. Right? When they tell me to ice people, I ice people. And then all of a sudden, this order to ice her comes in and he's like, eh. and nah. I And I know that the MacGuffin, the, the covenant technology he touches is the MacGuffin that changes everything. I mean, yada, 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 yada. They go into that and they explain it and stuff like that. But... You needed just a little more setup to get there, man. Like, there's no stakes in the game other than Master Chief is the guy that we tuned in to watch. So I I'm just yeah, it's I, it's very inconsistent. I I'm I'm with you. I'll probably give it a couple more episodes to see if they they bring it forward in a yeah. way that's satisfying. But I, I was like 
kind of nonplussed about the first episode. Again, I thought there were part of it that were that like looked neat. I was yeah. like, ah, oh, neat. I think that the 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 combat suits, mm -hmm. right, look cool. Yeah. Right? I think they did a good job on the the Spartan armor. Yeah. Um, I think that the guns, like, there's some definitely some you know old gamer nostalgia, like, hey, he shot him with a needler. Yeah. Right. Or. You know, you see the the standard assault rifle that you start every Halo game with. Well, you the, know, the, like, the thing the thing that kills me about that though is I was man, the no scope headshot from the one sniper Spartan. Well, yeah, that was yeah. <laughs> she was pulling Overwatch the whole time, but man, like it was it was all elites. I was like, man, we went from zero to elites with the fucking laser sword in two seconds. Like, y'all. Where's the Where grunts? The where's the little where's the little squeaky boys that you that you use as target practice at the beginning of the game? Like Yeah. And so I also think that especially go back to the original games, I don't think the first Halo was super concerned about storyline. No. Because I think at that no. time they were just like, We need a cool game. Halo yes. Combat Evolved, right? And and Microsoft was making their way onto the thing and this was their their big push was was Halo and it worked. It's what got the Xbox off the ground. Um Let's not beat around the bush, though. Yes. This will not be a Halo game until we see at least one person getting teabagged and another person talking about how they had sex with your mom. <laughs> I'm waiting for it. I really am. I am waiting at, for it. At, at some point. Yeah. Um, the next episode yeah. drops tomorrow, so I will I will check it out. It's on Paramount+. Plus. Um, which, uh, Picard, that's the whole reason I still have Paramount+, Plus is the Star Trek series, frankly, because Picard wow. Season 2 is bonkers good. My wife has a bunch of like like uh, guilty pleasure shows she watches on Paramount. We've had Paramount Plus for a while. Paramount Plus for a while. Yep. Um, it's got actually now that the Paramount's pulling their their streaming rights back from Netflix. Yep. Which whatever again what's killing Netflix. <laughs> um, a bad they ship. Got some, they've got some good movies on Paramount Plus. So if you're looking for some good classic films, yeah, like there's some there's some good shit on there. And uh, being a Paramount. They uh they dropped the final trailer for Top Gun two. Yeah. Eh. I'm gonna break my no Tom Cruise rule. I, eh. I have to go see this. Eh. Like the thing that makes me mad is I think aside from some setup that I haven't quite seen, like like I don't know who the bad guy's gonna be, right? It's like, gonna be the Russians. Is it gonna be the Russians? Is it gonna be you know a weird Soviet like former Soviet warlord that they've got to go fly there just to fight? I don't know. Um, that, but it's like, y'all gave away the goat on pretty much everything else. Okay, Goose's kid is here. Yay. Yeah. Oh, he hates Maverick and blames him for Goose's death. Yay. <laughs> yeah. Right? My only question at this point is, are we going to get a Meg Ryan cameo? <laughs> yeah, that's a good, right? That's a good question. Now, I'm going to go see it because sometimes I'm just like, I, it's Top Gun. Right. I likely will not see it, yeah, but that's I'm, for personal reasons. I'm gonna be in that if, if if somebody got me a ticket and we could go get a bunch of drinks beforehand, so I could just like laugh my way through it, cool. But like, nah. <laughs> the I'm next the next I, thing I, I'm gonna see in theaters is Multiverse of Madness. That's that's my next one. I keep I gotta find time. I gotta find three hours, and that's the problem. Is I really want to see the Batman. I'll catch it when I can. I'll, I'll, I'll catch it when I can turn up the brightness and actually see what's going on in the film. I have been told by every member of my family who has seen it that I need to go see it, uh, <laughs> but I haven't yet. But I did, have heard nothing but good things about it. It did produce one of my favorite memes so far of this month. 
and that Robert Pattinson prepped for this role as the moody Batman by spending the last 14 years known as the guy from Twilight. <laughs> um, fair. A lot of people in chat say, yeah, there's got a few others in chat that say they, they haven't saw it yet as well. I don't know. Uh, I just, I, I think it's, it's a good one, but it's the, I think we're still in a time where like Moon Knight is the right kind of crazy, at least for me personally. Mm -hmm. um, where the grittier kind of films, and we saw this in the 70s when like Star Wars first came out, right? Everything was gritty. Uh, sadly, Star Wars, the sequel trilogy, did not do the same thing for us during that time. Uh, so maybe they can bring back, you know, Kenobi will save us. <laughs> He's our only hope. Um, well, I have, I did read an article saying that um, they had to actually reshoot some of Kenobi because they Disney said it was too dark. Oh, okay. Like the the, the mood was way too heavy. Fair. Mm -hmm. I be. would like to see that though because that is a part Same. of that is a part of Kenobi that is it is very greatly that, that greatly influences why he's such a teacher at the end. Um, and I think it's 100% appropriate. He literally just saw all of his friends and everything he knew as a livelihood die. Yes. Well, and let's be real about it. Like, Obi-Wan Kenobi, because of Alec Guinness's uh, ability to act, but, like, he basically takes a teenage kid. <laughs> I mean, he knows who it is, obviously. But he basically takes a teenager, gives him a laser sword, and says, let's go fuck up the Empire. Like... <laughs> Like, that's the extent of what we see from Obi-Wan Kenobi in the first film. And then chides him in Empire for leaving to go save his friends. Like, he's kind of a, you know, he's still kind of a gruff dude. He's got a chip on his shoulder. He definitely um, does. And we get, uh, and again, that's why I'm glad we get Ewan back for this. Because the, the especially the episodes two and three Obi-Wans um, are great. Yeah. I love Obi-Wan in episode two and three. Um, I would like to point something else out about Star Wars. Because <laughs> like, we can't stay away from it, apparently. Got it. There is actually not a single confirmed Star Wars film release right now. Patty Jenkins' Rogue Squadron is currently on indefinite hiatus due to creative differences between Patty Jenkins and Luke's film. Mm -hmm. I say they're still having their internal civil war in the boardroom about it. I think yep, so. Yeah. Apparently. I, well, I think she stepped away from the project. I think they're just fine. They're waiting long enough to cancel it. Uh, we know Taika's supposed to do one, but mm -hmm. we don't know when. Uh, they have said that Ryan Johnson's going to get a trilogy, but again, no word on where that's at. Kevin Feige supposed to get a Star Wars movie. No one knows where that's at. I mean, but look at the look at the slate of of seasons coming out though. Of shows. Of shows. But this My, is what I'm saying. Again, so Star you Wars. Think that they just moved completely to TV. That they're just like fuck it. We, we're not doing movies anymore. If you this could not do, working. okay. If you could give me a live action Clone Wars with more depth and nuance than what the TV show gave us. <coughs> fair uh but but uh, and it doesn't have to do, i don't want to necessarily give us a rehash of the clone wars okay but think of a, a remake of what's there no, no no i don't want a remake i'm saying i mean you could do it if you want to because it'd probably be badass but um give me a multi-season canonical episode thrawn 
expanded mm-hmm. universe, any of that shit. Go get Sebastian Stan as Luke Skywalker and give me all the stuff from Shadows of the Empire for crying out loud. Like, give me those stories and and let's really dive into them. The problem that I have with Star Wars, even though I love the slate, you get Bad Batch Season 2 coming up. You got Andor, Ahsoka, The Acolyte, Lando, Range of the Republic. All of these are series that are confirmed to be coming out in the next couple of years. I think Rangers has been has been shelved. I think they said. Um, After not the whole Cara Dune thing. I I think they can fix that though. Um, I think they can too. But I think uh, as the last I heard, they had shelved Rangers. I think it's I think it's on hiatus till they can figure out how to figure out the Cara Dune thing. Um, they could. Like Lance pointed out, the X Wing series would be amazing. Which I know that's what the what her name what's her name show is supposed to be. Squadron. Um, that was supposed to be a movie, not a not a series, right? I feel like that would be a much better series. Yes. The problem Um, is, is you're not going to get the budget to do the star battles and everything you need to do on a TV show. Yeah, you can. It's on Disney Plus. I I think the one thing that the Star Wars continuity is really missing at this point is the real world grit away from the Skywalker clan. We've talked about that before, but like. The, the age of the empire is supposed to be a dark period where bad shit happens. There's all kind of like space fascists doing space fascist things and being terrible. Yep. And I and think that's we why need we're to see that. Andor. Andor. They've but, already announced. Andor is supposed to be sometime this year. Yeah. I would imagine after the Obi-Wan show is over, which will be early June. I think we're going to get the announcements of Andor and Mandalorian season three and the exact dates on those two shows. Um, Cause Mandalorian season three is done. I think it's in the can, but I think they're doing CG on it now. And yeah, Andor I think is in the yesterday. can. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and so we know those are coming. And I think you're going to get that with Andor where he's doing the dirty work. You're like, you like, you see him at the beginning of Rogue One shooting his contact. I, I think, though, that you kind of get to the point, though, or, or what we're trying to say is that I think we need a long-running series that can carry us for a while. And it could be between Empire and Run Up to the First Republic. Or, uh, yeah, First Republic. It could be post that. Bring back. Because here's the thing. Star Wars has always been episodic. Like, it was written episodically. And then it got to, to like, the original plot line of the first three films was too big for one movie so he cut it into episodes at that point just like flash gordon which is what inspired the whole crawl and everything like that right so it's not out of line to just continue having star wars shows in a tv format in like a 45 minutes or something like that make it a digestible kind of thing um and make it serialized but the only issue that I'm running into right now is that they're they're still going back and rehashing things that we've already seen in the shows. Give us something new. Let us set up a new set of, of, of stakes here and let us push forward and make it. Then we can start to see if it, if it catches on and gets going because then you don't have to, to, to I'm, and I'm with Joe here on this stuff about like, let's not, the Skywalker saga is done. Cool that Luke shows up in Mandalorian a little bit here and there, but you know, I'd love a Shadows in the Empire movie. I think that's one that's been really good. It's a great book. Could be easily done to to TV. I got to figure out how to do Leia and everybody like that, right? But like, you know, those kind of things are good. But just give us something that's that that feels new in that era, 
and tell I us a different type of story. Any more. I, I'm wondering if Disney is saying we're doing so good with TV shows and that style mm -hmm. of storytelling and filmmaking with Star Wars. I'm that fine we're with just that. yeah, we're just done with movies for a while. I'm I guess that was kind of That's my fine. point. Just is, give me a long running is, series, though. Don't give me yeah, six episodes that, of a. Uh, don't give me foreplay. I want to go all the way with Star Wars. This is, is, I, I really hate this new trend of, of only doing six to eight episodes and then calling it quits. I want to see something that lasts through three or four seasons. I want, so, and I and I'm really in the, the the other trope I want Star Wars to get away from is we don't have to focus on the rebels all the time. Give me a series about an Imperial who's actually a nice guy and is having to struggle with all the shitty things the Imperials are doing. Like, so you want you want to see them announce finally what they're doing because one of the ones they're doing is Acolyte, which is supposed to take place 350 years before Phantom Menace. Yeah. And they have not talked about <laughs> what it is yet. There, there definitely won't be any Luke in that show. It's the High Republic nonsense, and there's going to be Luke analogs. They're not going to be able to resist a Luke analog in it. And High Republic's I mean, okay. Are you? But. So I guess I'm confused about what you're asking for because we got Mandalorian season three coming, so we know they're doing more seasons of Mandalorian. We know. I think I don't know if they've confirmed Book of Boba Fett season two yet or not. They haven't. And. No. Andor's one of those ones we could get multiple seasons of. Doubt it. Um, so far, though, um, out of even out of even just the Marvel stuff, I currently think Boba Fett is the longest in the terms of seasons. Like, very few, if any of them have gone Yeah. Even in the Marvel um, series. Like, they're, just, they're uh, not doing multiple seasons anymore. WandaVision was supposed to only be one season. That was designed that way. Now, we are getting Agatha... Loki is the only other one. Loki's getting a season two. They've already said that. Yes. Yes. Which is great. I'm so happy they're doing that. Um, yeah. I think, it'll, I think it'll be interesting. I just want to see us... I want to see us pick up as bad as the sequel trilogy was. Um, I want to see them pick up from the sequel trilogy on from there, though. Because all of the things... There is a lot they left on the floor of what so, in the hell was going on at that time that we can I'm, push forward with. I'm curious how they're gonna treat the sequel series going forward. I also am curious how they're gonna integrate the other stuff that they're writing into the new canon. That's confusing me right now. And I think it's, I think Star Wars is actually sadly getting back to some of the problems they had before the Disney reset. Um, some of the stuff, in spite of the fact that they have slowed down the release schedule on Star Wars books and comic books uh, to keep it from getting out of control, I think it's starting to get to a point where um, they're not happy. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's a corporation. More, more, more. Get that bottom line. Get them quarters up. Well, Let's go. And so the problem is that the Star Wars books sell really well. Yeah. Right? They're not terrible. And, and they sell well. I mean, High Republic sold well, not as well as I think as they were hoping, but it sold well. It fits that YA thing they wanted, and it's canon. They gave Timothy Zahn six books to do Thrawn, right? I'm reading actually the sixth one right now. Um, and I'm curious how that's going to tie into everything with the Ahsoka series. Um, like I said, I, I'm super curious how they're going to handle this going forward, because they seem to still be kind of in a mess right now. No, they're still not pulling any new ideas. And, and as much as folks want to see, like, the KOTOR stuff 
in live action, which I think actually would be really good too. Like, let's get back to where there's actual Sith temples and Jedi temples, and let's get you know, let's get the the White Knights versus the Dark Knights and stuff like that. Let's get back yeah. to the past the rule of two, all that kind of stuff. Before like, the rule of two, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, Palpatine is dead. Hopefully, finally, maybe. Who knows? Control Z. Who knows? Um, so like the rule of two couldn't is out the go window away. as yeah. far as I know. And like, now you can get back to where it is like actual, you know, where, where the Jedi and the Sith tend to work in the shadows. Both of them do. Um, and that's what makes it interesting. and makes it stellar. Um, mm-hmm. and they can work on the fringes. They can work in the cities. There's a lot of different things that they can do. And I think they're getting to a little bit of that with a Kenobi series, but you know, we'll just the fact that something of that in the acolyte, the, probably. But I think it's the let's go like again. The Kenobi series we know is a limited limited run with a limited set of actors, and so let's go get new actors and tell some newer stories. Um, and you could get a Kotor feel just post the sequels, right? Like, mm-hmm. and you don't need a Vader. You can find another villain. You know, there are ways to make it work. Um, And I think that's kind of where we would want to... That's where I would like to see it. Like, right now, Star Wars is predictable. You know how everybody... You know how Endor dies. You know how Obi-Wan dies. This is fan service to fill in the blanks. Gonna watch it. Don't don't, don't get it twisted. Gonna love it, probably. But we all know how this story ends. And so I want to go... I want to go watch some Star Wars stuff where I don't know how the story ends. I guess that's what I feel good about the Mandalorian because we don't know what happens to the Mandalorian. Maybe he, him and Grogu live happily ever after. I mean, somewhere there's a big plot hole then of where the hell he was during the whole rest of this, the movie series. Man, I, plot holes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> true. That doesn't happen. But true. I know you. Speaking speaking of weird plot holes, I think there was another series you were going to talk about that got announced a uh, release date today. Oh, giant plot holes in the shape of dragons? Yeah. Yeah. House of Dragons is getting released on Octo or no, August uh, 21st. August, August 21st. So, we get to see I'm Matt Smith go the- crazy with blonde hair. No. So, yeah, he's Damon Targaryen. So yeah. here's here's <laughs> I will watch the first episode of the show, uh, but I'll be honest with you. I don't care. <laughs> I don't know. Same. Either. I'll give it three episodes because that's my standard rule of any new show. Fair. Three episodes. The, the problem is, is that this is all going back in time and the historicity and the history of these characters for the Targaryens who took over Westeros and did all this shit is super well established. There's no like We were just hey. bitching about how we know how the story is. Well, but that's, <laughs> right, like, that's exactly Yeah, exactly. Like, we know what happens with the Targaryens. They rule for a few hundred years, and then they all die. And that's it. Yeah. No no more Targaryens. Um, like, I guess I don't understand what story you're trying to sell. Now, is this only one season? Can you guys carry the show for a minute? Because I got to go stab Lance. <laughs> oh, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I was wondering when he was going to see the comment. <laughs> I just looked down. I got it on my other monitor. And I looked down and saw it. <laughs> uh, but back to the the, the, the the dragon spooky lady uh, show. I, I, I'm not super thrilled about it. Like, 
And then, let's be honest, like, I enjoyed Game of Thrones even before the last couple seasons, but I never really thought it was everything everyone was just making it out to be. It was okay, but I, I just didn't buy into the whole hype on it as much. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not as hyped about this one because... A, we saw what happened with season eight, which I know this is an entirely different team, but I it, I, it is that reduces my faith in their ability to deliver a quality product in the IP. We'll see, but I just I, I'm kind of with Woody that I just don't care. Like, like again, we we know how it ends. Like, I guess. Well, the Targaryens were not that interesting of an elephant element to me in the original the yeah. series. I mean, I yeah, I guess I don't see so so unless they're doing something wrong. Now again, I'm trying to figure out it's a ten episode HBO series. This feels like HBO is like, oh, we're gonna do a season one, and if it goes well, we'll keep going. Um, I yeah, I don't, I don't care. Well, and it's I'll I'll add to some of that too because we have Game of Thrones, we have The Witcher, we have Wheel of Time. We have uh, Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Now, I am. I will repeat this to the day that I die. I am tired of fantasy TV shows. It's the D and D of TV, and I'm tired of it. Like, I don't need 15 flavors of person with sword and long hair kill other person with sword and long hair. You know, and the monsters all. And the, the problem with Game of Thrones is that despite all of the magic. I want magic with the biggest air quotes you could ever see. Um, it is a very much grounded in reality type of fantasy that is gritty and lame. Like so, <laughs> the thing that, and and this is what I, and this is where I think Dan and Dave screwed up largely. The reason, and everybody forget, like the reason Game of Thrones was so different at the time, is you had Sean Bean. And people who don't pay attention to the fact that Sean Bean always dies. Yep, but let's put that aside. Okay. You have Sean Bean, who looks like the hero. Mm -hmm. I'm the hero. Hero, hero, hero. I am the good guy. Right? He's always telling Robert, like, what the right thing to do is and ethical. And then they fucking kill him. Yep. Right? <laughs> Which is something that at that time wasn't being done. Right? Okay, yeah. good. And and for the first few seasons of Game of Thrones, first three, four, then you had Rob Stark. He's the hero. Nope. <laughs> We're gonna chop off his head and his direwolf's head, and then we'll sew the direwolf's head to his head. Okay? Like, you didn't know for the first five seasons if your favorite character was gonna die. Spoiler alert, they're all bad characters. Right? <laughs> and so that was what made that that's what gave it tension. Right? Then in season six. <laughs> Certain characters developed plot armor. Yeah. Right? And you were like, you now have plot armor, right? It almost would have been better if Jon Snow, when he got stabbed before he came back to life, just died. <laughs> I have, on this topic, I have the perfect image for this. I'm going to put it in chat, and I'll put it in Discord so you guys can see it. But this is how I felt about the entirety of the, the, the Game of Thrones. There's for chat. <laughs> okay. There's for Discord. Nice. Uh, I I mean I don't disagree. Uh, it just like I said it. Yeah. 
It's wonky. It's um, wonky, and I'm not. I'm not here for it. So, speaking of crap that Matt Smith is in, yeah, uh, Morbius is getting. Oh wrecked. yeah, and not even Matt review Smith? bombed. Like legitimate bombing. Like Matt Smith is also in Morbius, as he is in this this Game of Thrones show. So there's our connective tissue. Yep. Um. Apparently. Matt Smith is the only good thing in Morbius. That's what I've heard. And he's the villain, isn't he? No. Oh, I don't okay. think so. I kind of felt like I called this one many episodes ago because I remember we referenced Morbius once and I was like, yeah, I saw the trailer. I had no desire to see that movie. It just looked like hot garbage from the trailer. It like, reminds me of like a bad version of Underworld. Exactly. It just looked it looked trashy and dumb. And I and well, and then Sony went and did something freaking wonky apparently in the post credit scene, right? That oh. apparently Marvel signed off on for reasons again that beggar understanding. Uh, yeah, I don't know. And Matt Smith does not have a great record in cinematic releases. Because he's also in Terminator Genesis, which also flopped. Um, I did, yeah. however, see today he did an interview and said he would love to go back to Doctor Who because that was one of his favorite roles. I would love to see him back in Doctor Who. Yeah, the I would like to see a Doctor Who. Well, I would, no. No, I wouldn't watch Doctor Who again even with Matt Maybe with Matt Smith might make I me mean, go back to watch Doctor Who. Maybe. The, I, I, personally, I still think the best episode they did, and was incidentally the latest one I really liked, was the Day of the Doctor when they got yeah. everybody back in. That should have been the end of yeah. the series period, in my opinion. Uh, well, they're never gonna they're never gonna stop. I know they're never uh, gonna stop, and that's why that's why I can't stand it. So Capaldi Capaldi did fine the last two. They 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 ran the Clara thing into the ground. Um, yeah. So apparently, Mar- Morbius is garbage. Yeah. We'll talk about the post credit scene as soon as I can look it up later. <laughs> Now I want to go uh, see it. Maybe I I'll could, go catch a YouTube video or something. I, I want to see what they I talk could, about it. Uh, I've I've read what the post credit scene is, mm-hmm. and like I said, apparently they did something really wonky here, and I'm again kind of surprised that Marvel signed off on it. Um, uh, it's on the list. Blade Runner: Black Lotus actually one of the reasons why I got HBO Max uh, for some of this stuff. Um, because there is some interesting cyberpunk stuff that's coming out of that. Even Arcane has a little bit of that in there. So I had heard it kind of sucked, but I haven't looked at it myself. I am giving it the three episode look. You know what I mean? Okay. Like I'm gonna that's give fair. it the I'm giving it the three. It's it's Blade Runner. Should it's, I love can't, Blade Runner. It can't be that terrible as compared to some of the other things that are out there. It's, so. Is the Black Lotus one the one that's supposed to be set in 2099, or is that an upcoming one? Because they're supposed to be doing... Black Lotus, I think, is set in 2099. Yeah, I'm um, not sure. So I, saw, I read something the other day. I thought they were they were going to be doing a future animated in 2099. Um, Nope, this one's 2032. So yes, there's still a 2099 one coming out then, at some point in time. Um... As far as I, because I also remember seeing that probably very similar uh, advertisement, Joe. Um, well, I don't so expect every. I don't expect every adaptation and spinoff to be a total gem, um, but it just needs to not be terrible. Yeah. 
Well, and I think HBO needs a HBO needs a series kind of like that because uh, Altered Carbon was really good on Netflix, um, and I think they could bring a they could bring the cyberpunk flair with it from the Blade Runner style. And there's that's another one of those series and worlds um, that like just there's so much that you could there's so much at like the street level you could do the corp and government level and somewhere in between, like you can fly at all these different altitudes on a show like that. Um, and I just, I just think there's a lot of potential if they do it right. So I would, oh. I would prefer to see a lot of it. Altered carbon was good. I didn't, I never got around to seeing the second season. The first season was very I, yeah. good. I need to sit down and watch that one. I tried to watch it a couple of times, but like just life got it's, on other shows. Got the it, way. It's more of what I would call high cyberpunk because it's okay. it, it's it's a little less grungy in a lot of aspects than a lot of cyberpunk is. Um, I think it's kind of bridging, partially bridging the gap between cyberpunk and, and just straight up sci-fi in a lot of ways. Okay. Um, but in terms of other things, Mal mentioned a little bit. Arcane was kind of cyberpunky in a way, more steam diesel punk than anything. But it, it yeah. was, it was very good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of really uh, good series uh, in Netflix, one of the few things that Netflix really has. Uh, Elliot Page tweeted out uh, their updated uh, character for Umbrella Academy. So when Elliot had, you know. The LA is transgender uh, and changed the pronouns. They went back retroactively and changed everything in the credits for the previous seasons. And now going into season three, Elliot is going to come out with the preferred pronouns and everything like that into the show and work it into the the scripts and yeah, everything the, like the that. The character is going to yeah. The character is going to mimic yeah. at the thing. And I think first off, yes, Elliot is a is a fantastic part of that series. I just love the character that they play. It's fan fucking fantastic. Yes. Um, and so uh, I believe it, it basically came with a caption of uh, meet Victor Hargreaves. So I'm all about yeah. this right now. It's uh, it's going to be amazing. So I'm looking forward to that one coming up too soon. So, so some light at the end of the tunnel. I know we've banged on Netflix for two episodes now, but there is a couple of good things left on that There's platform. A couple of good things coming yeah. out of this uh yeah uh i think that's where we well, leave it tonight i was gonna say no more we got yeah. nothing else on quick hits all right yeah nothing Good else deal. on quick hits uh until we see you all again alex where yes. can they see you i am at the alex the humanoid pretty much everywhere tiktok instagram twitter facebook everything alex the humanoid um also i will be back at the store tomorrow running sessions of identico at Gamers Heaven Seattle, that's 5116 196th Street Southwest in Linwood. Um, so, if you are interested in playing Identico or want to try it again, or want to meet me and Mallow and yell at us about your favorite cyberpunk tropes, we'll both be there tomorrow. Yeah. It'll be fun. Come I won't listen us. to you yelling, though. I ain't got time for that this week. We'll yell, we'll yell later down the line. Gotta, I gotta, I gotta yeah. spread my yelling out, is, is what I'm saying, you know? <laughs> I've met my quota already for this month. I got to catch it back on May. Yeah. Joe, can people find you online? Do you yes. want people to find you online? I'm on Steam in the Discord. You are. Can message, message me there. Yep. Yeah, come come to the Identico Discord. Yell at Grandpa Joe. Tell him how great Ahsoka is. <laughs> no, don't do that. 
Uh, you can find me everywhere at the Mallow Man, and I will be up there to deal out some consequences. The hammer gets to come down tomorrow night with my group. It's going to be fun. Uh, so come check us out uh, at Gamers Heaven uh, and check me out everywhere else uh, at the Mallow Man. I'm doing some fun space stuff that I talk about every once in a while on all my uh, social channels. So um, if you want to go come along for the ride for that, it's Space and AI. Can't get any more cyberpunk than that. So. Uh, until then, uh, we will see you, uh, later. We'll see you next week. Uh, drink your water, take your vitamins, uh, be good to yourselves and be good to each other. And, uh, we love you so much. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. Good night, everybody. <laughs>